0: You're listening to The Blank Page Podcast. I'm your host, Paige Patterson, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. This is a space where I get to talk to creatives, entrepreneurs, and storytellers about what it means to be on a creative path, how to deal with the high highs and the low lows, and how to stay well along the way. As a creative myself, I am no stranger to riding the roller coaster, to discreetly crying on the subway, slash not so discreetly crying in my car, being focused on results, getting in my head, and just not having a good time. So my hope with this show is that we can all create a community where we lift each other up, remember that we are not alone, and feel fortified in returning to that proverbial blank page again and again. Thank you so much for being here, and enjoy today's episode. Oh hi friends of the blank page. This episode was so fun to record. Allegra is a dear friend and someone who always brightens my day and rearranges my outlook on life and I know that you guys are going to get so much out of listening to this episode. She says so many great things about creativity and faith and She just, she's full of puns, she's full of metaphors, she's full of surprises, and, uh, you know, just a little disclaimer, Earl Grey was really going ham, so I hope you like cats meowing and playing with vertical blinds. I really, I really do, because uh, there's a lot of that. Also, you don't notice how much you are an audible listener until you listen to yourself on a podcast guys I know there are a lot of mm mm-hmms okay something I'm gonna be mindful of going forward but I'm not gonna apologize for it because it was organic and in the moment and I was enjoying the fuck out of Allegra talking so yeah let me know if you love it and give Allegra some serious love enjoy guys okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for doing this. I am thrilled and honored, and I've been looking forward to it, actually, for a long time. I mean, it's been, like, a year in the
0: making. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad that you're diving in. Yeah, I you. mean, what else
0: can you do? Yeah,
1: you Wait. have to. <laughs> <Let's> do it. This <laughs> is <laughs> so funny, because I'm, I'm already conscious of, like an audience but there's yeah. nobody in here this is an empty it's room. really
0: interesting I feel like in the beginning of of stuff it's maybe it's the positioning no, okay. too I'm yeah, trying I to keep my like lips
1: forward and I'm moving my legs in the beginning sit. of there stuff it's like wait yeah, this is what actually better. That way, that yeah way I can look at you
0: so I'm here with my friend Allegra hello I feel like I want to maybe just start Interviews with compliments, because I feel like...
1: I think (laughs) every interview should start with a
0: compliment. Allegra and I met via the internet.
1: Yes. Yeah. Facebook.
0: Yeah, so you did summer arts with a bunch
1: of the girls who I went to Chico with.
0: I was not at this program.
1: No, but you were in every single photo... It wasn't just a few girls; it was like four or five girls that went to the same. All my roommates and stuff. Yeah, and so when I friended all of them on Facebook, there was one person that kept popping up in every single photo, and it was you. I was like, "Well, why didn't she come to Summer Arts?" Great question. I mean, she's I think I was
0: working at Jamba Juice, oh. wasting my life away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's got bringing up one razzmatazz. If there was a visor job. I had it. Oh my gosh! God. I can picture that. Did you work at Jamba Juice? Really? Yeah,
0: dude, I worked at Jamba Juice. I worked at Cold Stone. Ooh, you did all the refreshing the pretzel plays in the
1: mall. Wetzel's? Yeah. Uh, auntie Anne's. Oh, Rivals. Auntie Anne's. A- a- a good auntie Anne's. Auntie- auntie <laughs> auntie- auntie oh, my God. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so I kept seeing Paige's face pop up in every picture, basically. And, um, and then I think we did a, a mutual stalking. Yeah. I don't know who friended who first. I probably, I don't, I, I don't, don't really remember. remember. But either way, we became friends. Via Facebook, having never met. Mm-hmm. And then and then you reached out to me first.
0: Yeah, I f- we both went to grad school yes. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe when we were both deciding to go to grad school, maybe someone reached out and yeah. was like, Oh my
1: gosh, yay, MFAs. Yeah. I think I distinctly remember you said I feel you definitely did the bold first move because this is your style. Yes, totally. Page is very like, hey. <laughs> I like you. I would like to make you my friend. (laughs) These are the things I like about you. Come to my life. Literally. Let me invite you. I'm like, you have a light. I would like some. please. She's a collector. I am. (laughs) Look at this (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Isn't it? You should see what we're surrounded by too. It's actually kind of perfect. But, um, in any rate, she said, if you're ever going to be, I feel like we have a lot in common. Um, we're on similar paths. I think we even talked about survival jobs. Like, what do you do? Naming? Yeah, because this you was paper right source?
0: after we were graduating from mm-hmm. our three-year programs.
1: And we had done showcases and whatever. And, yeah. and I chose L.A. And she chose, well, she was already in New yeah. York. And you said, you were like, if you ever come out to New York, let me know. And let's have a friend date. Yeah. <coughs> and, then I d- and then I did. I came out to New York with a play that ran off Broadway and I messaged her and said, um, did you mean it? Cause I'm coming. And I was like, yes, and I did. She picked the place. She picked Chelsea market, which was perfect. Cause oh, I'd yeah. never been. Oh yeah. yeah, I do. It was winter time. So mm-hmm. there were lots of twinkle lights. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were wearing a really cute sweater that had little like gold thread in it too. Oh God. That's yeah. That's very specific, Yeah. but it was a really, really nice time. Yeah. I'm going to clear my throat. <clears> throat>
0: So, yeah, that's that's how we met. Um, But Allegra is one of these people who you kind of. And I feel like this is just like an issue with society that you can't believe this, but you can't believe that someone is quite so stunningly beautiful and also hilarious and smart. Mm. And I feel like so Allegra is someone know her name now. She's on the precipice of like a real a real career a real mm. career that's on a roll and I believe that that is because you have been able to access your truth in a way that shows all of that you don't have any shadowy funky hidey stuff about being beautiful or being funny and goofy mm. and I think that the whole package is is so beautiful and refreshing and I'm so excited for everything that's
1: going to happen. Those are really nice compliments and I appreciate it. And I I am receiving them, but Mm -hmm. also I can't help but acknowledge that, um, those things either being funny or being pretty are, are, they feel so outside of my control. Mm -hmm. So they're totally just gifts that, you know, I did nothing to deserve and it's just pure grace. And, um, and it happens to be, for some reason, um, a particularly surprising combination mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's either you're one or the other, um, or you're not allowed to be both. Yeah, or, <laughs> like or to a degree, or mm-hmm. um, or certain people are able to break through, um, but not others. Or there's, it, it feels outdated to think like that because there are so many examples that prove it otherwise Mm -hmm. and yet somehow it's still a surprise and though also I must mention I'm sitting across from someone who I can say the exact same things about you are stunning and so freaking funny thank you and I'll take that I don't think enough people are aware of it but they will be I don't either so anyway like recognizes like and I think that's why um we you know there's a recognition oh I see you. I recognize you. Yeah. I know you. Let's be friends. So I am determined help in this life. And it's
0: interesting because I think sometimes, sometimes it is like, Oh, I'm threatened. Or sometimes you're like, Oh, I'm cr- like, I have a crush on this energy and I need to be around this energy. But either way, if you have a gut reaction to someone, it's because you're seeing your potential. Right. And there you're equal. Usually if you're jealous of someone, or if you like want to be around someone that's, that's your energy Yes. that is like I'm yes. trying to come up like yes either
1: they're they're I mean it, you can be responding to a shadow version of yourself totally that makes you real scared mm-hmm. like I really 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 don't want to become yep. that Oof. and that's what makes me super resistant mm-hmm. but it's only because I recognize that I could become that otherwise mm-hmm. it doesn't feel you don't even register it it's right it's not it's not threatening you exactly. know exactly um so there's that side of it and then there's the you know, that's the hell side, and then the heaven side yeah. is the, is the oh yeah, this is something that I want to grow towards. Mm-hmm. You're a positive example of all the things that I want to work on and, yeah. and I'm working on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But cool. Let's <laughs> let's talk about. I think with this because this is a podcast about creativity, and I mean, really we'll get to the part about it being the blank page and how we all just return to that blank page again Mm. and again and how do you recreate and regenerate energy but let's start at the beginning let's start with Tiny Allegra Mm. because I think kids are so creative and so in their (laughs) just magic what are your earliest memories of creating and do you think when do you think you identified that as a path that you wanted to pursue yeah beyond just, like, being a child.
1: Yes. Um, it started super young. I have a feeling you're probably the same mm-hmm. way. Um, and it actually always surprises me when, uh, when I hear about actors in particular discovering this so much later in life. I know. Because, because it, I mean, it's just outside of my own experience. But anyway, I, my earliest memories of being um, performative shall I say, <laughs> or just having a big imagination and role-playing, um, they involve my family. Um, my, I grew up in a house where creativity and imagination was not only encouraged, it was modeled often. Um, and for example, my dad would have office parties um, at the house, and they'd swing open the doors of their costume closet, and my dad would write a play for his co-workers to pantomime out, um, and he would assign all of the roles, and even when I was four years old, I was watching adults make fools of themselves. I don't know if they even knew that that was going to happen when they showed up with their bottle of wine and their...
0: You know. Probably um, not.
1: <laughs> I, I brought some ranch dip. Yeah, and my I, dad's I, like, I, put I, on this beard, <laughs> you know? Like, he's like, murder mystery, yeah. go. <laughs> and they couldn't say no because he's their boss, oh you know? My god. <laughs> like, okay, Paul, well, yeah. I guess we're doing a mariachi sequence now. He's like you you know. Michael Scott, IRL. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. And it, and that's the thing though, it's not just him, it's my mom too. Totally. Um, both of them. They they are super expressive, very theatrical people that are so delighted in creating memorable experiences. Experiences and in storytelling, too. So one of my early memories was um, commissioning. <laughs> 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 I asked my father to write me a play oh. when I was seven years old. I paid him in Monopoly money. No, oh I didn't uh, know the word commission, but I knew that when I was that age, I wanted to have a birthday party that was to put on a play in our living room. And my dad did it. He wrote a play and cast all of the girls' individually that were going to be in the play and these are six-year-olds right and the the plot of the play was there was a lonely princess that had everything she wanted she was sitting on a pile of toys but she was so lonely and she didn't have any friends and so one day she goes on a quest to find friends and along the way she meets other girls that are in trouble or in need and as she was going about her journey she would acquire these friends by giving away whatever wealth she had because it would help. Like, oh, I lost my shoe. Here's one of my shoes. Oh, I, I'm stuck in a tree. Let me use my golden scissors and ro- ruin them so that you can, you know, be free. Yeah. Uh, we even cast my little brother as the part of the troll. <laughs> and I think he couldn't even talk yet. He just had a big mallet and... Um, fake fur around his diaper. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> and, <laughs> Where did they find this? Know, did know. Jeannie go to Michael's? What yes, happened? So of course she did. Oh, my God. She's a, she's a craftswoman. Um, but he built a stage in our living room, and there were curtains. And at the end of the play, you know, all of my sweet little friends, who, mind you, my dad was the narrator, and would say, so then Rebecca said, thank you, Princess Allegra. And the little girl, thank you, Princess Allegra. Oh, my God. Thank you for this treat. Thank you for this treat. Ah. And there I am, like, eating it up. My lines are memorized. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't need help. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying the fact that all of the parents came over to watch their kids. Did your dad rehearse with you? Did you guys rehearse? I think he probably gave me a rough outline of what was going to happen and what the staging would be and where we would go. The party was spent rehearsing the play, and then when the parents came to pick up their kids, we would put on the play. That was the birthday party. So cute. And then once the play was done, I opened all the presents that they actually gave me. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Mark and Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Uh, (laughs) guys. We sing. We sing for life. We sing in... That wasn't Sillyville. That was... um, That was a birthday party, yeah. Sally's getting a new dress, (laughs) new dress, (laughs) new dress. Gary. Thank you, Mark and Claire. Thank you, Christina. (laughs) Five, five. One, two, three, four, five. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so that's a very early memory. I I bossed my brother around a lot in um, plays. I'd have my mom put up a camera. Um, I also experimented a bit with stop motion and I knew that um, claymation creatures, uh, from my perspective, (laughs) moved with strings, invisible fishing line, um, and in every frame, you would move the dolls a little bit, right? That was my idea of what stop motion was, so I set up my Barbie dolls, but I didn't have fishing lines, so I used red yarn. (laughs) (laughs) and, And told my mom, you have to stop the camera between every line so that we can move their arms. And so it was just a Ken and a Barbie doll switching their arm positions every other frame saying one word at a time. Hi, Ken. Cut. Hello, Barbie. Oh. Cut. What's she doing? Cut. And then that was, she humored me. She let me do a stop motion <sighs> Barbie video, you know, like as yeah. a as a little kid. So I have got chock block full of those kinds of just pure creativity, like, yeah, kid, do whatever you want. And, and it's worth
0: like, mentioning that, your other two siblings are also actors and creatives and it's so beautiful that you guys were fostered in that way without shame or yeah it was never like you're not going to make money doing this no
1: never 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 and and part of it I think is because um my own dad experienced um what it was like to have a passion for the arts but to be discouraged from pursuing it he wanted to major in theater he he loved the theater department yeah he was a great actor but his dad said i'll only pay for your education if you major in economics Mm. so he got c's in econ across the board a's in theater which were electives and then um as a result he founded one of the extracurricular theater programs at stanford that i think is still in existence i'm pretty sure um and now he's in fundraising, so he's, he's you know, using both. This podcast isn't about my father, but I talk <laughs> a lot about my father. But I actually think that that is a big part of who I am. Of course too. it is, my, yeah. My family is so crucial in not just my well-being as a person, but my um, creativity and safe space for being an artist. Yeah. And the, and the more people I talk to where that isn't the case, where they feel like, you know the black sheep or the odd one out mm-hmm. or yeah they love me they support me they don't totally understand yeah everything I'm talking about yeah. it is such a rare gift and and something to be really grateful for that not only do they all get it but <laughs> all three of our all two of my siblings and my um my sister-in-law my brother's wife they've all done the conservatory mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. and you know between between the four of us um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I think there will be seven theater degrees between the four kids, wow, um so anyway, yeah,
0: that's a big part of it, yeah, and I think you know, harkening back to your family, I think that being a creative person, creating in general requires so much faith and so many acts of faith, you can't be risk averse and I know that your family is really big on faith, and mm-hmm. do you feel like that has really nurtured you as a creative, also?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> yes. I so I'm a Christian, and I what I'm so inspired by is that um, it, from what I believe, God is a creative God, yeah. And, and there is evidence of joy in creation everywhere you look, and um, I also my experience of God is that He loves good storytelling and that there's there are stories on earth that feel like fiction but they're stranger than fiction because God is an amazing author you know yeah Yeah. Yeah. and and um so there's definitely um part of that too and, and it even says in the bible like King David um he celebrated the Lord with hymns of praise he played the lyre he would dance in the streets there's a lot of like sing like the whole book of psalms is just one big book of poetry and, and singing and praise which is its own performance art yeah you know? um a huge expression of what it means to be human yes yeah and that um and that when we're doing storytelling when we're creating art it, it doesn't feel as useful as um math or engineering or name it anything else Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it is um so important because it is an act of worship and it's also it holds up a, a mirror to our experiences and gets us in touch with our spiritual selves um which can sometimes be um crucial in getting through the week and the day and surviving yeah um so yes faith has been a big part of my journey um not just not just my family also having a strong faith background but that, um, that there's a a sense and a peace that I get that I'm in the right pocket and that, that God continues to, to show me, um, the next stepping stone that is a really good culmination of the gifts that He's given me. And, um, and that that personally affirms and encourages me to st- just to keep going. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that is a, good summary of that yeah
0: and when you feel your own will or as some people say like I like to refer to as being like out of alignment or feeling out of my flow what kind of practices do you do is it prayer like Mm. what what brings you back what is your touchstone
1: yeah um prayer is big um and part of that also is I like to look back at old journal entries. You know, you gave me that advice yeah. the other day. It was so sweet. It's it's beneficial for lots of reasons. Um, sidebar: There is a cat right in front of me, and I love him so much. And this makes me feel right at home. These cats I are, are going to adore him. The stars. Um, they <laughs> they, <really laughs> they, they podcast. should probably be the stars be.
0: and the uh interrupters maybe? listen
1: they yeah they'll be your co-collaborators yeah and for sure they will um they will cause pause um <laughs> they will is also <laughs> the queen <laughs> the queen of the pun I'd like to take a meowment to acknowledge my co-host here <laughs> Earl Grey um anyway what was I saying yes uh practices that keep me aligned or remind me of who I am and what I'm doing and why I'm here um I do read old journal entries um to take a look back and recognize how I've grown or what I was grappling with a year prior. If it's changed, if it's stayed the same, if my thought patterns have changed, mm. if my circumstances have stayed the same but my thought patterns have changed. But then also just reminding myself of promises that God has made to me but that also affirmations that other people have said to me that I can lose Oh my gosh, sight so of important. so quickly. And um, it's important to write down how your days are not just the bad days but the good days too so that you can go back and okay you know what today is just a day Mm -hmm. a season's just a season Mm -hmm. I can look back and 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 know that when I wrote this I didn't realize that the next day everything was going to change yeah and that could happen again today right now next week um and that gets me more centered um and Another thing that makes me feel more in tune and aligned is spending time with people that know me and can acknowledge when I'm um, telling myself lies mm-hmm. or or when I'm speaking truth or speaking rationally. I think it's okay to be um, disciplined or critical of yourself if it's going to help achieve growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that there are a lot of lies that we want to believe about ourselves. And it's important to surround yourself with people that go, no, no, no. I know you better than you're talking about yourself right yeah. now. And I want to remind you, you're actually like this and you're actually called for this. Yes. You're actually designed for that. And and um, that's
0: why it's so helpful to not, we were talking about this and so many, I had a r- super rough week last week, but mm-hmm. so many people, were like you have to you have to tell us about the shitty feelings yeah so that we can mirror back to you that they're not true they're yes. valid yes but the way that you're seeing yourself is not true you have to tell people that yes. so that they can tell you the light that they see you yeah in. exactly so that you can be like oh <laughs> yeah Okay. It okay. is valid to feel that That's way. That's just my monster coming yeah. out tonight. My, <laughs> 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 my
1: little mean monster. Let me help you name your monster. Yeah, please. <laughs> please. No, that is so true. Did it... Have you been looking back at old journal entries? Yeah. Have you, been, has it, have you learned anything? Have
0: you totally. It's like amazing. And it, it just reminds you that... I always think about this, too. I think I heard this once. That you have to remember to pray during the good times, too. Yes. And it's same with journaling. I think that journaling or... Prayer can be the kind of thing you go to when you're like, oh, God, everything's terrible. Please deliver me from this. (laughs) Like, I hate myself. Everything's horrible. I'm in the shadow of death. Yeah, but if you're just like, today was so amazing and I met this person and I got to do this new experience and this person said this about me and. Yeah. 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 Or I felt this way and. Yeah, it's it's so helpful.
1: Yeah. So that's. That's definitely a practice that gets me back in my juju. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that I wanted to say, too, that can help, although you have to do it mm, with the right mindset, is um, absorbing good art can be very, very helpful. And it's tricky if you're watching good art that gets you into the land of envy or or your lack or yeah or i could never do this Mm -hmm. or how come she's doing that Mm -hmm. or man in my dreams i'm so far from Mm. that right now but instead using it as an opportunity to go this is why i love this Mm -hmm. this is good art Mm -hmm. this is well told I have so much to learn and Mm -hmm. I look forward to the day where I can participate in something like this, but it'll be an even better fit for me than whatever I'm watching right now. Yeah. Um, And that's worst case scenario if you're grappling with that. But most of the time, if it's really good art, you're able to just check out and enjoy it Mm -hmm. because it transports you, it Mm -hmm. takes you somewhere. I saw an amazing play last night that was, that I, I just laughed out loud. I couldn't remember the last time I laughed so loud at a play. Um, and it was Ethan Cohen wrote it. It's called a play as a poem. It's at the Mark Taper right now. I gotta go. Um, I have a a lovely friend named Miriam Silverman. Hello, Miriam. In it, hello, Miriam. You were delightful, as always. Um, and it was just, it like made me giddy because yeah. it was a, it was great stories, little vignettes, five great stories well told, and and that's always the kind of thing that gets me excited and reminds me keep going and to stay passionate and and continue trying to grow yeah you get to do more of it
0: well that segues very well into another question that I like to ask Great. which is what do you consume to stay inspired what kind of content like what are some of your favorite books movies mm. tv plays podcasts even like yes. what what are the things that keep you fired up and inspired
1: love it um so I binged Fleabag with my sister, which is a masterclass on so many levels. So many levels. The technician that she is, to be able to have that relationship with the camera, and also the quick, speed. There's so much that I love about that show. Olivia Colman. Oh, God.
0: That scene in season two with Kristen Scott Thomas... Mm was masterful. It was. The two of them. The fact that I could tell exactly what they're thinking without them saying anything, but then on top of it the language is like exquisite. Oh yeah. <gasps> oh
1: yeah. It's so good. It is arresting and powerful and deeply moving and tragic all at the same time. And so feminine. And so uh, yes, and yet not in the classical yeah. feminine sense yeah. too, like and
0: not in a way that's isolating. No,
1: no. Um my boyfriend and I have been watching it again. Um he hasn't seen it, but I have, and I'm wanting him to watch it with me. And he's the fact that he's like totally captive because, you know, he's pretty um he's pretty man's man mm-hmm. and he's just eating it up. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Wow. There's so many things. There's so many layers. So that's a big one. Um, as far as podcasts, I listen to a lot. Uh, I really have been enjoying Back to One, um, which is a great actorly uh, filmmakery interview podcast. Um, Just about process, Mm -hmm. which I think is so valuable because we can learn the craft of acting, but not hear about individual process. Right. It feels like a a big black hole Mm -hmm. in education Mm -hmm. because everybody's process apparently is different. So different. It's like we're all given a tool belt with tools. And then some people like to choose the hammer and the saw, but some people like to choose the teeny tiny little nails and Mm -hmm. some people like to just use their hands, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm always so curious and sort of upset that I don't, that we don't talk more about actual yeah. process, like nuts and bolts things. Yes. I'm into a hardware metaphor now. Nuts I love this. Bolts. Yeah. It's, it's very so, effective. Super scrappy. Yeah. Um, I know nothing. <laughs> I build Ikea furniture in four hours. <laughs> Just a table. Who doesn't though? I
0: mean, I <laughs> yeah. think it would be easier to build like actual pieces of wood, yes. like to be an actual carpenter than to build yes. like...
1: Yes, the tiny tiny. What pieces. is that
0: called? What is it what do they call it when it's like compacted? That's why IKEA furniture is so heavy. Like particle board or um, Yeah, it's like compacted wood.
1: Yeah. Ooh, see, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's intense. <laughs> <how> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not my area of expertise. That's fine. Um but yes. So what was I saying? The little pieces. Uh yeah process. process. So back to one is a great podcast for that. I love Radiolab. I mm. love mm-hmm. Radiolab. And the reason I love it is because technically it's about science and technology and ideas, but they do it in a very narratively pleasing way. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- it's a super creative journey sound-wise that yeah. is like, I, m- I mean, it's like a experience every time I sit in my car and I listen to that ridiculously amazing podcast. And they're one of the old OGs. Yes. Um... And then other things that I consume, I love the book Art of Possibility. Um, that's an oldie but a goodie. Um, I really enjoyed Big Magic, too. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Annie Lamott, Bird by Bird. Mm. It's specifically for writers, but it's, at its core, it's a book about observation, which is totally for everybody mm-hmm. but especially actors mm-hmm. and living moment to moment in the presence of taking in your surroundings and being really curious yeah um is there anything else that that I like to consume I like to when I'm in New York which is by the way where I'm based <laughs> but yes. I haven't been there she for I
0: caught her before she's going back
1: yes you caught me yes. I've been caught um uh, when I'm there, I like to go to the Whitney by myself mm. and just walk around.
0: Um, they still doing that Friday night? They do like a Friday night deal, and it's so fun. I
1: think it's well. There's definitely Isn't it free on Fridays. They may have a couple promotions actually because I've gone to one where it's like Tuesday nights once a month where it is pay what you want, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, and what I love about that museum is there are so many levels to it, and it's so many levels, all different types. It's right by Ample Hills. Yeah, and Amazing. you can like. <laughs> So
0: you can get that ooey gooey butter cake on the <laughs> way to the train. And are
1: finding out about Paige's priorities. <laughs> 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 Try Sugar. to get some artichoke pizza. Literally, <laughs> Well, there's the oh, the walk it. along the High Line and then yeah. there's the views of the city. So it's like a um, it's a multi-sensory experience, even just walking to the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a very nice, just like deep dive little experience yeah. in and of itself yeah. to absorb you know, I'm going to adjust my headphones. Please do. Yes. Okay. Um, oh, and then lastly, I love listening to live music, even if it's like not a well-known performer. I think it's because part of it is that I have a lot of musician friends Mm -hmm. and then so does my sister Mm -hmm. and they're young and they're popping up at so far sounds at these, you know, session concerts Mm -hmm. or, album releases rockwood yeah, yeah i'm going to one tonight i'm going to an album album release party at um gold diggers which i've never been to so good but it like it just gets you back in even great songs are storytelling mm-hmm. you know and um and i think that's something that we can absorb and chew on yeah even if we're not i mean you're literally absorbing music yeah yes exactly. in a live space and yeah. rearranging your molecules yes yeah it's pretty magical yeah Totally magical. Yeah. I love how woo-woo you are. <laughs> I'm the most woo-woo. I know you are, but I genuinely, genuinely <laughs> love it. Because you're right. We are. We're like just on a molecular level. Yeah. We absorb new stuff. I saw this incredible video today. Did you see I posted this? No. Oh, my gosh. I could cry just thinking about it. It's a video of an octopus asleep. Oh, the dreaming <gasps> one? Yes. I did see that. And there's some... Uh, it, y- what you just said about molecules rearranging reminded me of this because it's asleep and as it's dreaming this octopus you know it's dreaming because it's changing colors and they only do that when they're emotionally stimulated stimulated or when they're i don't even know if you can say emotionally if it's a cephalopod yeah. be impressed i please. bet it has emotions <laughs> i am impressed damn watch it big words yeah don't google it guys not a carpenter. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> don't look at your phones don't check don't check just trust me trust me no. <laughs> um but no it it changes these uh, like a whole rainbow of colors yeah. and it, because it's experiencing something in its dreams and what you just said at the molecular level, like I imagine when we're receiving, I mean, they've done studies on audiences that our hearts start to beat at around the same yeah. tempo when we're absorbing a piece of theater. That's yeah. so, like, theater is so magical because you start breathing at the same rate you're breathing the same air at the same
0: rate you're taking in the same tempo of human behavior yes that you're witnessing
1: how could you not adjust to that chemically and that is a very very exciting amazing and for me points to god kind of phenomenon. yes you know
0: it's really beautiful and it's it's purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. It gives what we do a higher purpose than, yes. like, the ego of, like, trying to do it.
1: Which is important
0: to be reminded like, of. I just needed know? that reminder. Thank you. Yeah. That was really meaningful. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so even if it's, you know, a commercial audition for baked beans. Bless. It all comes back mm-hmm. to the dreaming octopus. Yes. You can make that the sound bite.
0: I think I might. <laughs> Ugh. So good. So you're consuming things, but you're also putting a lot out right now. Mm. Are you able to talk
1: about anything you're working on? I'm putting out. I'm putting out She's putting out. I put out. I've got a red light on (laughs) in my bedroom window. So, (laughs) fellas, a (laughs) 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 A little sting. There you go. Soundbite. Little sting for your Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. What am I putting out? So, um, I've got. 2020 is going to be fun, but 2019 has been really fun too. Yeah. Um, 2019 is actually in terms of like actual visible content. <laughs> that is such a funny word content. Yeah. To be uh, consumed. Yeah. Um, I've got several commercials and radio spots running. Yeah. Right now. It's still good. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I've got several commercials and radio spots running right now, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, um, Passive income. Honey. Yes, right? Yeah. Like, let that appreciate mm-hmm. Let's go on. This mm-hmm. is amazing. But also, that's one of those things that, um, especially the voiceover stuff for, I've got um, two ads running right now for Downey. Amazing. Um, I love Mia microphone. And I know. I she's really so good. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those, those, I was just telling my boyfriend the other day, like, you know, it's nice to see those because. There was a world in which, especially voiceover auditions, where it feels like you're throwing darts in the dark. Like I, I call
0: it the baseball into the void. Yes, I yes. feel that way with like self tapes sometimes with commercial auditions yeah. where you're like,
1: okay, bye,
0: hurl yeah. it, and that's it. <laughs> Same like, metaphor,
1: different sport.
0: You and I. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> darts, baseball. <laughs> I'm throwing something and it lands nowhere. Yeah. Which is just me in gym
1: class. <laughs> God. <laughs> Can relate. <laughs> We're a couple of noodly arm elbows. Can relate. Um, but yeah, so that that in and of itself has been a great reminder. Like, okay, you could do that if you want, and and as proof, you're doing it twice. Yeah, and you're making actual. Mo- this is you being professional mm-hmm. because of your voice mm-hmm. and how great you know. So that's been a nice little confidence boost. Um, and then uh, and then I got to do Alternatino, which aired yeah. this summer, which mm-hmm. was very fun. Um and then uh at the very beginning of this year probably the biggest like life changing and like career shift moment for me was to shoot Upload which is a new series coming to Amazon Prime Video yes sometime in 2020 mm-hmm. maybe this spring um and it's a 10 episode season that's a comedy it takes place in the future and um, my first series regular Yes. which was really amazing the most beautiful thing it was it was ridiculous and and again one of those things where I, I could not have written a better culmination of uh, just script and people and place and timing and just oddball quirk that is more my flavor yeah you know yeah and and that's how I know it's just it was meant to be for me I know right then yeah that's so
0: helpful for me to hear just Mm -hmm. with where I'm at and I I'm always reminded of that that there is something special that you are that your soul craves that that is coming to you, mm-hmm. whether or not you can see it. It's literally hurling its way toward you, mm-hmm. and the group of people, and the tone, and everything. Yes, it, yeah. And so it's worth the wait. Yes, you know,
1: it is. I I had a. W- I know you had a wait. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, to you, you know, you said crave the word crave. Um. And I think I may have used flavor back then. So there's a metaphor. There's another one. Let's hear it. uh, That an improv teacher of mine, also mentor, also just amazing lady, um, gave me that has been so helpful. And I may have told you this before. Yeah, I think you have. And I I journal about it often, Mm -hmm. to be honest. That we each, we each, we can think of these roles that are floating out there as um, uh, from the great pie maker. And. That whatever pie is being made for us is exactly all of our favorite flavors. What's your favorite flavor of pie? Do you have a favorite flavor of pie? I
0: think I like a boysenberry. Mm. Like an Oregon boysenberry pie. Mm-hmm. Are, are you um, an aggregate berry pie, if aggregate. you will? <laughs> I'm not, I, I'll do a blueberry, but I prefer an aggregate berry. <laughs>
1: great. <laughs> Muy specific. <laughs> Please. The more specific, the better. Cause it actually, this is why I'm waiting so long. Yes, like exactly. You've been waiting for damn, damn. Aggregate pies. yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> oh man. Um, but that actually helps the metaphor. Yeah. Like, Cause that's, that's good. It's, yeah. It should be specific. And you, you, you are a specific person and mm-hmm. you do have a um, specific set of skills, yes. but also specific tastes mm-hmm. that, that make you the most excited. And so when you do receive your pie, it's yours for as long as it's yours. And that means that you get to enjoy it. You don't feel guilty for having it, which has been something that I've been struggling with this year is I'm, mm, I'm feeling like I shouldn't talk about this with anybody because it's really delicious. That's that Brene Brown thing though, that
0: joy is the most vulnerable emotion. And so, you know, if you're the one uh, like if you have friends who've had miscarriages and you're the one with the healthy Mm. baby, you don't want to talk about your baby, but really there's space for you to talk about your baby.
1: Yes. You know, but it's exactly, but you're
0: not alone. I I'm so grateful. I have so many friends right now who are like you at this tipping point at this precipice where all the hard work that you've been doing is finally starting to pay off in the form of like some momentum and like the actual series regular or things. And, and imposter syndrome is really hard to Mm. To battle,
1: yes, yes, and
0: so that's worth mentioning too, because this is all a journey. We are coming back to this, oh, the blank page again and again and again, and you're never gonna be rid of your internal struggle. You're just gonna get new ones, right? Exactly, maybe
1: harder at different levels, yeah, for different reasons, and with new. Oh, this is harrowing. I never imagined. I'd be worrying about this. Exactly. Um, and so yeah, about yeah, I never. I never thought I'd be worried about my pie. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, mom and dad. Okay, the um. So yes, you're supposed to enjoy it while mm-hmm. you have it. Mm-hmm. But that also, um, somebody else's pie is actually, though it may look delicious from across the table, it's it's not going to be as yummy as the one in front of you that you're going to get. Yeah. And so it doesn't serve you to try and covet ooh, that pie. Covet that pie. Stick your fork right in that pie. Don't put your don't put your fork. in somebody else's pie? No, don't do that. It's, that fork is for you. Yes, and then you can fork and enjoy it for as long as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is definitely a really important <coughs> piece of this. <laughs> is so sorry that um, <laughs> <I> apologize. <laughs> I apologize in advance. <laughs> um, that that when we feel envious or concerned that something, even on the outside, looks like it would be, ooh, this. This looks like an aggregate berry pie, and it smells like an aggregate berry pie, but it might not be an aggregate berry pie. Mm -hmm. It might just be a regular old blueberry pie Mm -hmm. that it just was not meant for you, Mm -hmm. and that's okay, and whatever is coming, or whatever you have, or whatever you already had, Mm -hmm. was yours, and that's to be enjoyed, and it's, it's meant to be, you know, just. It's just treasured and yeah. and so delicious. And you don't have to share it with anybody else either. Mm-hmm. You don't have to feel guilty about, you know, you should be generous with your resources. But when it comes to the role that you've been given in this circumstance, yeah. acting, yeah. then because uh, you don't want to look back and go, man, I did not give it my all because I was so afraid of it. Or yeah. I thought I was not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't for mm-hmm. me. Um, or that I was worried it was going to go away too quickly mm-hmm. or it was going to vanish. They're mm-hmm. going to take it back, which has happened in my mind so often. That's what I fear a lot because yeah. my my, j- my journey has been marked by a lot of self-tapes. Mm-hmm. And in the self-tape world um, <laughs> of booking, which I'm so amazed by that it's happened so often for me. It really has. D- eight, but to be eight fair... Eight or nine times. I've I booked eight or nine times. Allegra
0: and I used to be self-tape buddies oh. in New York. yes you ain't never seen a self tape like the scroll tapes (laughs) seriously thank you truly but I think you're able to I I don't know it's inspired me so much and changed the way that I look at it but I think that some people when they get in the room get that like bump that like next Mm -hmm. level bump and Mm -hmm. I think that you are able to give yourself that bump and maybe it harkens back to just that your creativity has been nurtured so well but you come in as director as as yeah. actor, yeah. as everything, and you have fun, right? Right. You have so much fun. They're a delight. Yes. It is a delight to tape you. tape you. Thank you. Love it. Miss well, it actually.
1: You're. Well, we're gonna do more and more. We will. I know we will. Yeah. Um. Uh. To be fair, it goes without saying I have to do a, a page self tape plug. Um. The series regular that I booked, I actually taped with Page twice. Yep. We did the original, and then the callback. Tapes so at fire. Paige's apartment. Breakfast. Yep. At like eight. Yeah, in the morning. I think the callback.
0: You were like on a tight schedule yes. and you had to go do something I had to else. Shoot a pilot. I yes. An yes. That day and something. you were like, oh my god, can I come over at yeah. eight? And I have to do this quick. And yeah. truly busted it out, but yep. the notes were perfect, it, and you yeah. had absorbed them, and it was you ridiculous. did it without
1: effort. Yeah. Well, so. This is my attempt to put the uh, light back on you and just say thank you for being so game and so down and for bringing the best out of me. Oh, my gosh. It's my pleasure. True joy of my life. Lovely. Um, So that's the bright side of self-taping. But the, the dark side, the shadow side of it for me is if there's a booking that comes from a scenario where I haven't met a casting director, I'm like... Ooh, they don't mean it. They don't know. What if they think... I'm going to get to set and I'm garbage. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, they thought I was coachable, but they don't know. They didn't get to coach me. What if I'm a robot? What if they don't know that I'm 5'11"? I am rigid. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. For those of you listening at home, I'm 5'10 foot a She's quite tall. I'm over 6 feet in in heels, obviously. Yep. And I have this weird irrational fear that I'm going to get fired every time because somehow it was lost in translation that the torso they saw in their tape has Mm. long legs that they weren't accounting for. And that oh no 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 oh we needed someone five foot six five foot six we need you to leave you know like not giving them the benefit of the doubt. That I mean
0: I'm I was like where is that coming from? But then I'm like uh, most men in this industry are five six, so right. maybe that's <laughs> what you've you've absorbed. But no, it actually um, I
1: know where it started because I did Artist Way. I know why it started.
0: Was it in your Hall of Monsters? Someone it, said yes, something yes, to yes, you? Yes, <sighs>
1: it's in my Hall of Monsters. Do
0: Artist Way. It's very helpful. I'm on the third time. Oh my and gosh. It's funny, muscle memory. I actually think that that's why I've started the podcast this week. Is Good. that I was like,
1: "Oh God,
0: I'm doing the artist way again. <laughs> I have to
1: get this done. I have to
0: create something." <sighs> what does she say? The to the act of not creating is self will.
1: Oh my gosh, that sounds like very artist way. Yeah, I and I no was like, idea. "Yep, that's me with the podcast." There self you have it. Yeah. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my hall of monsters, there was a, a junior high play where I was specifically told by the director. Not just, like, we're not going to cast you in the ingenue part, but you can't even audition for the ingenue part. You're so tall, you can only be a mummy or a teacher in the show. It was Sleepy Hollow, and I wanted to audition for the, the main love interest girl, Ichabod's Lady Love. And I remember crying outside in the hallway, and an older teenager coming up to me and saying, pull yourself together. It's not that big of a deal. Like Get over yourself. And... I was in seventh grade and I knew that it was specifically about my height it Mm -hmm. was not just like I don't we know behind the table we're not going to cast anybody that's too tall because our junior high boys are junior high boys and we're doing a height thing and we also need tall 13 year olds to look like moms on stage right that's uh, something that happens in school but to not even be given an opportunity it it was like I can't change this about myself and I'm only going to get taller Mm -hmm. um so that height thing pops up that's an imposter thing for sure yeah and I'm only now beginning to like give casting directors and producers and um the decision makers credit for checking in advance because they have a lot of money on the line Mm -hmm. if it was really about height then Mm -hmm. they really wouldn't cast me they would double and triple check because they're professionals. totally Um, but yeah, that's been a hurdle for me is, is somehow it's just about my little d- parents yeah. on our yeah. shoulder that are like, you're yeah, too tall. Yeah. And you yeah. know what happens when I get on set? They give me massive shoes.
0: Always. Yes.
1: Yeah. And and then they figure it out. Yep. They always figure it out. Yeah. But the costumers or the um, the costume designers. They because they are designers are fabulous. Mm-hmm. They they are they love that they've got this like. Length to work with. Yeah. And they're like, let's put you it's in the It's like a Barbie inches. IRL. It is. Yeah. The, the last two shows, real I did. life Barbie. Yes. They yep. have a ball. And I yeah. love it. Yeah. Because I've always loved dressing up. But mm-hmm. Yeah. The big shoes then like totally put to bed the, you know, Allegra, we need you to be shorter. Right. And we're going to fire you if, you if you don't chop right. off your legs. Right. right. You know? You're like,
0: oh, yes. Permission to be taller. Yeah.
1: They jack me up. Mm-hmm. It's great.
0: It's really good. So you're getting to do, so you did upload. I did
1: upload. And then this summer I got to shoot a television show for USA Network um called Briar Patch and it's from uh Smail Corp, mm-hmm, Smail's mm-hmm. company, starring Rosario Dawson and it's a crime drama that takes place in Texas but shot in Albuquerque um about a woman that is solving her sister's murder. Yeah. And it it's delightful and that was such a treat because it was so different from the first role I got to do this totally. year. Totally. And, um, and what was so fun about that was that it was another booking off a of self tape mm-hmm. where I didn't meet anybody mm-hmm. before I just got hired, but it was for the pilot, pretty small role. And then when the pilot got picked up for series, um, it came around like, okay, maybe two or three episodes they'd like to keep writing for you. And then two became six, and then six became eight. Aww. And I show up in all kinds of places in this yes. season, which is so
0: awesome. And I think, just based on the stories you've told me off, Mike, I feel like it's because you brought your sparkle. And
1: mm-hmm. you weren't
0: ashamed of that. And you brought your own creativity and elevated it you mm-hmm. know and mm-hmm. they responded to that
1: they did in a big way yeah. which is credit to them yeah that they that they go please play right please play right you know because I definitely have understood that they're especially as a guest star mm-hmm. and below it's like kind of five like being a substitute
0: teacher being a yeah. recur it's like you're here and you have a job you have a big job to do you yes. have quite a bit of responsibility but like you're not really settled in, and, and you know, depending mm-hmm. on who the regulars are, it may or may not be a comfortable experience. Sure,
1: sure. And you're there to serve the series' regular yes. story. yeah. And so... Uh, there's this thing of I mean, holding everything loosely and going, I'm gonna be as prepared as possible. I'm gonna show up with a lot of ideas. I'm gonna take anything personally. <laughs> I'm gonna take anything personally and I'm not gonna get too attached to something yeah. that I really, 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 really wanna do yeah. and just let it go, let it go, let it go. But yep. that doesn't mean that doesn't mean to not to like show up unprepared. Um, because I, I think about that so much in this specific circumstance. Always read the call sheet ahead of time. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> I, in the past, have had issues because it's so tiny on my phone. And I've been yeah. like, we're doing that scene? <gasps> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I've memorized, like, entire monologues, like, in a trailer quickly. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yep. Yeah, Read I the mean, call everybody, sheet. Everybody, and and everybody has And maybe with a magnifying glass. Yeah. I, um, in my specific case, I didn't realize that the day that I was going in to shoot a particular scene, they were also going to add a bunch of improvised stuff for me to do and they had written a list of all the props that would be available to me mm-hmm. and the different costumes that they had chosen that I'd tried on in a previous fitting but I didn't know what they had chosen mm-hmm. and and I knew that based on the past it was all going to be just me just improv for maybe 2 or 3 minutes you know however long mm-hmm. and I didn't read it until I was on the plane heading to Albuquerque I didn't see it show up on the on the sheet I didn't know and you know the people that are putting together the schedules they don't necessarily like highlight it, bold it, go, yeah. okay, or make sure you saw, you right. know, that's not their right. job. It's my job to read it. Yeah. And, um, and thank God I did because then, uh, the next day when I showed up, I had, I had, I had a full page of jokes for every single category just in wow. case. Cause I, I didn't know how long it was going to run, but, um, we did, we did four vignettes in a row. And was that thing. It was like, okay, like, are you going to take your own action and go whenever you're ready and, uh, stop when you're, out of ideas that's and such a testament to you it's thank you it's it is certainly like a playground for me. you were trusted yes. you were trusted implicitly yes yeah absolutely um there was no one I mean we, we had one of the writers that was sitting just off camera that was kind of guiding it mm-hmm. here and there mm-hmm. like say this again or can you try that again but without something so explicit you yeah, know like yeah. don't sing any songs because of copyright right yeah right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah things my brain is mm-hmm. not pre-filtering um, but they did. They let me just go for it. And wow. The freedom that that gives me is ju- it, like it is more fuel for the yeah, same fire. It's yeah. like, okay, you trust me. You trust me. I'm going to go weird. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get weirder. Yes. And now I'm <laughs> transformed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And they're like, okay, well, gonna do, turn turn it down. Like, go home. I'm like, are you sure? Oh, my God. <laughs> You've made amazing. this happen. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, so that was one of the most – awesome experiences recently yeah where y- you hope you hope that something itty bitty can grow and grow and grow and grow but it feels rare yeah. and monumental when it happens yeah and then it did yeah it and it was really 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 fun Ugh. it was really really fun so good so we'll see if more of that gets to happen um, it will yeah and then not there somewhere else right Mm -hmm. well the other thing that i've been working on that's been feeding me is um i'm working on a a show Mm -hmm. with uh with my writing partner elise who is amazing yes she's incredible her name is elise brando you can look her up um she's one of those epic people that can she's just like talented in so many areas she does pet portraits she she hosts a sex in the city tour in new york city um she also calls into radio programs and pretends to be um callers from all over the country oh and God. does improvise um arguments and and you know these radio programs She does really good impressions, impressions right she does great and impressions characters. and characters yeah she does um sketch writing and she's on stand-up and oh that's Earl a great scratching on the cat i love it he's yes. doing stand-up too he is um But anyway yeah so she and I are working on something something together and I don't know I don't want to say too much cuz I don't want to spoil anything or give it away but it's a project you know where we get to
0: play I think it's so smart that while you're you're in a season of things happening and being in success I think it's so inspiring and important that you are um, still making your own stuff and not resting on your laurels and
1: yeah well I think that's one of the things that was surprising too, is that when you, um, I d- and I never thought that I would be on this side of it, but when you're doing a series regular job, mm-hmm. y- it suddenly becomes very quiet audition wise. Yep. Because there's a limited number I think of things sometimes think you when you're doing a recur, yeah. it becomes really quiet. Because your availability is limited. Yes. But then also, um, just, you know, when you have a, a network that's in a primary position that gets to call the shots on what you can do and what you can't do, um, it, it it gets smaller and smaller mm-hmm. what you're available for mm-hmm. and and I- if you're in the third position like I was on upload you actually don't have as much to do as the number one and number two right and you have more time than you right. thought you would mm-hmm. um and in that time how are you going to spend and it? and you don't
0: have to have 10,000 day jobs and you're living no. somewhere
1: else yes and you're still inspired yeah. and you still want to spend your days doing something yeah. and you're kind of lonely because mm-hmm. you're separated from your friends totally So, what are you going to do that fills you that doesn't spend all your money on sushi? (laughs) Because Vancouver has really good fish. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, that became a really worthwhile, awesome outlet and also point of focus. Mm -hmm. And um, was an exercise in okay, if I could create a dream. Scenario for what a role would look like that I would want to work in for a long time. <laughs> oh, wow. and a kitty, I love wow, it. Wow. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a page podcast without a cat meow. No, and it wouldn't be an allegra conversation without a cat meow. So either. true. All Actually,
0: someone wanted you to do an impression of Groucho oh. <laughs> via Instagram. <laughs> Question hey. came in via Instagram. Is this so time? this is probably a good if time if you want to do
1: that. Okay. So my cat is a uh, Siamese. You can hear a cat meowing in the background. That's a cute meow. Um mine is more of a baritone bass. Okay. He's 16 years old. Um sometimes he <laughs> looks cross-eyed <laughs> from far away. Um, but this is my impression of Graccio. Wow. Wow. And this is, this is what Groucho does when you're giving him a bath. Room Room (laughs) Room It gets so bad.
0: Oh my gosh. Earl Grey really responded
1: to that. (laughs) That is hilarious. Did he? I didn't even notice I was so in the zone. So (laughs) good. That's Groucho. That's Groucho. And uh, you got to be his mom to love him as much as I do. Yeah. But he's a great cat.
0: Each is not a great cat. On the other hand,
1: I think you got to keep him in every episode. I think
0: he will be. He's the star, and I said this in in a uh, one with John. But you know, the blessing for me is that I'm going to gain a lot of empathy from people hearing how hellacious my life is with this cat. Yeah. people are really going to get it.
1: Yeah, it's They're real. Really it's really going to get it. Yeah, and he's a good source of joy. Yeah, you're making. You're
0: doing all of the creation,
1: which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's been a really Abundant year. Yeah. Um, with a lot of inspiration and freedom. There's yeah. Definitely. Li- I did the uh, maitre d thing. I did the hostess thing. Mm-hmm. I did the personal assistant thing. Mm-hmm. I did the retail thing and um, catering, even. Yep. That was very short lived. Oh man, I did, not I like did that. it for a
0: second. Also, it's funny because John is like so good King. at it and has Adrian done it for King. years, and like finds it to be just the right thing for him. Great. I did one night, and I was like, never again, mm-mm, mm-mm. not for me.
1: I yes, and and I do think it's important, and it should be said that it is important to find a a fulfilling in a way Mm -hmm. job Mm -hmm. and
0: actually can you share I think you're the one who yeah please share that yes for anyone who's a creative most of the time you have to have a day job for a while and Allegra has a really good criteria
1: for so my mom would say you know okay this is a pick any two scenario you got three categories for a day job it can be flexible for your time so, so that you're important. in and out and you can get your shifts covered. It's not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. You get a you last minute audition. Bye. Yeah, bye. good. No that is lovely mm-hmm. or it can be financially viable. So catering is a great example. Yeah, it's both it's flexible really money. and financially stable because you, you get really good, you know, hourly mm-hmm. and sometimes tips and that can be awesome. And mm-hmm. the more you do it, the higher your wages, but it still remains flexible. Right. And then the third is fulfilling which is something that actually feeds a part of your passions, even if it's not directly. (laughs) I love you, EG. Losing his mind. I think he's in the closet freaking out. That's really good. That's the fourth F freaking out in closet. And most day jobs consist of that fourth F Mm -hmm. freaking out. (laughs) Oh my God. Don't (laughs) I know it? True. Yo, but yes, you can pick any two if you want it to be financially stable and flexible. Like I said, catering is a great example. Mm -hmm. If you want it to be fulfilling, and flexible, you do paper source, yeah, which was you know something totally. like thirteen an hour and totally and, and relatively flexible, but it was very fulfilling for me. Yeah. I had fun, fun meeting people. I got to create all the time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And then you could choose. Um, I guess the other one would be flexibility and uh, fulfilling, mm-hmm. or, sh- or no, financially stable and fulfilling, um, but not very flexible. Yeah, and that can be really tricky, especially oh for this gosh. industry. Yeah, it's not very flexible. Yeah, when you take on like a full time position mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. something,
0: and you are like, "Yeah, I am excited about it," but now, yeah, I am completely yourself- out of the game. Yeah, from auditioning, or if you are a writer, I don't have time to write anymore. Yeah. Or it's yeah. starting
1: to dampen that piece of your. You okay. only have so much space, exactly. So in your life. Yeah. So, um, why did I bring up catering? Oh creating Yes mm-hmm. that has been The nice freeing thing um, About this particular season Is for the first time In my life This is the first year Where I have not Had ne- the, You know n- Needed Sometimes I thought about If I should get one Because no. of just generating More income. And you know I
0: told you no Because I feel like When I had my big gig I think energetically I didn't take a foot out mm. Of the day job And I wish I had
1: Yeah I think it's important to yeah. To say This is what I'm doing now Yeah yeah. And at least enjoy the time while it happens, of like, okay, I'm in full time actor mode. Let him. I love him. Come on. Um, he needs
0: a lot of attention.
1: And so with that freedom with my time to to not have to do a day job anymore you know there's this like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the time doing what I'd like to be doing thank you for showing
0: me and my subconscious that this is possible
1: yes (laughs) oh yes I and here's the thing is I I want it to be very you know crystal clear I have to constantly remind myself that this is still possible too yeah I still have this creeping suspicion that the rug's gonna get yanked I don't think that's
0: ever gonna go away
1: and I think I, Helen Mirren
0: probably feels that way.
1: Yeah. I think there's something healthy in that because it reminds you that if you're still a little scared of it, mm-hmm. then it means you have room to grow mm-hmm. and that you're not checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you're passionate about it. Yeah. Uh, my brother says that he's like, if you're, if you're nervous, it means you care about it. Yeah. And, and that's great. Um, but too much of that is, is dangerous because then it keeps you from enjoying the pie. Totally. We talked about earlier. And, um, So, yeah, I'm having to remind myself like, okay, you're getting affirmations. Don't you don't have to worry about day job right now Mm -hmm. because you're getting you're you're doing your job. Mm -hmm. You're doing it in creating new work that you're excited about, but that also that your job is, you know, that people are editing the work that you did in January and they're piecing together and screening the work that you did in the spring. Mm -hmm. And and then they're airing the work that you did that you've already done on radio mm-hmm, programs mm-hmm. and uh, you know on tv commercials yeah like, that's your work and you're doing your yep. work because that this is, is how this industry works yep um yeah so beautiful um, you ready for some? i'm ready for some rapid weird, fire I bet there's gonna be yes give me to some rapid fires close
0: us out please okay speaking of what is your favorite flavor pie
1: Oh, did I never say no? Oh man, I do like a cherry pie. Okay, um, a la mode or no a la mode for sure. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I do not sit well with dairy. So Who does? I mean, it is night and day difference. Not so good on the intestines. Oh gosh, or my skin. No god, my mood. Yeah, it sucks. No pun intended there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, if I could, I would do. I would do either apple or cherry pie a la mode, modi, a la modi, um, with a nice warm crust. Favorite sure. book? Favorite book. Ooh, that's hard. Um, it might be Bird by Bird by Annie Lamont. Mm-hmm. If I think of another one, I'm going to tell you. At the moment, LA or New York hmm that is very hard can't choose huh no i don't think i can i if you had asked me six months ago i probably still would have said new york mm-hmm. it has taken coming back and having real community here to make la la yeah. and i think you're you definitely understand what i'm talking I about i get it so much you have to work a little bit harder to have your community you but, do but that doesn't mean that it's going to be inauthentic community. no so it's, true it's i think that's a fallacy for yeah. sure yeah, there's this conception that we're all, you know, shallow people out here. And those shallow people exist, but they exist everywhere. Mm-hmm. And and I have found such a genuine, lovely community here on the West Coast. Yeah, I think there is magic in New York, and I love I know. those beautiful seasons.
0: I'm ready to go back for fall,
1: for sure. Mercy, it's just so, Stunning. so excited. I can't wait for the Halloween yeah. dog parade. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I love that thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, I I have a feeling I'll probably tra- transition out here very soon mm-hmm. for love. Mm-hmm. um, He's going ham. Yep. Sir. Sir, could you not mess with the blinds? Sir, caller? could you get down? Sir. Oh, God, he's so rude. Can we help you? I kind of like it. Still. Yeah. You know, I think it's it is what it is. It is. It's the personality. I'm it not going to draw is. him any attention anymore. Um, um, L.A. or New York. Yeah. You can say both I'm going to say both And I know that's a cop out But no, I don't mean it I think it's fine Los York New Angeles Yes mm-hmm. Favorite color to wear uh, Green Which is what I'm wearing Basically Yes Basically this color Or like a um, Like a peacock teal That's my audition color for sure Is like a, a peacock Turquoise teal
0: This is a hard one But off mm. the top of your head What's the best piece of advice you ever received
1: mm be anxious for nothing but in all things give thanks hmm. my dad that is he says that all the time and it got to the point where it was like it was like okay dad okay 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 but in the way of advice and mantras go it's um <laughs> it's just true yeah it's just true the tomorrow's worries are for tomorrow. And um, gratitu- gratitude is the antidote for a, just a plethora of anxiety and fear. It all comes back to that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's the movie you
0: could watch again and again and again? That and never Thing You Do. Oh. <gasps> that Thing You
1: Do. I love, love, love That Thing You Do. Mm-hmm. And I could quote it backwards and forwards, and I still get excited every time I see glimpses of it. And uh, it was the first... I think it was one of the first DVDs I ever had. It was definitely the first soundtrack I ever had. We wrecked that cassette tape. I mean, I just adore it. Do you know it? Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, Oh, Tom Hanks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hanks and Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Steve Zahn. Yeah. Charlize Theron. So good. It's just the best.
0: Who was your favorite actor growing up? Hmm. You know when you went to Blockbuster and you would rent every movie that they were on the cover of? Did you have that person? Oh my gosh. Um
1: Oof, I don't know if I had an actor that I loved in that way. I certainly did love Tom Hanks. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Um Man, that's a great question. I don't know if anybody's coming to mind when I was younger. I definitely had an actor that I had a crush on. The kid that played the famous Jet Jackson. Oh, yeah. He was so cute. He was so cute. He did Rizzoli and Isles when he got older. Mm-hmm. And sadly, he committed suicide a few years ago, I think. Awful. But, man, I just i thought he was adorable. Mm-hmm. And now, now I'm dating Ethan Kraft. Ethan Kraft from Lizzie McGuire. Another Disney kid. I <laughs> grew up to be just a just a joy uh. <laughs> um he's one of my favorite actors now yes but for a very personal reason yes um um yeah who else inspired me when i was younger i wanted to be keira knightley in pirates of the mm-hmm. caribbean because i mm-hmm. thought she was having a really good time yeah sure looked like it that was the first time i was like this is a movie Experience where I'm able to step outside of myself and go, Wait a minute, they were running around in crazy makeup and costumes on a beach chasing each other, and how much fun! How much fun were they having? Mm -hmm, Wow, mm -hmm. that must have been a riot! And now I know that in actuality, it was probably really sweaty and really hot, probably night shoots, Mm -hmm. probably really, really difficult in the water sequences, you know
0: you're naughty
1: Eage, you're a pirate naughty you're a one-eyed pirate he actually is he's got he's got a little he's a little blind in one eye right Yep. it's okay what um, yeah
0: is the number one thing you want people to feel when you're around them how do you <laughs> want to make people feel uh, which so is how you want to feel probably yes, yes yeah. actually yeah. that's a
1: really good way of thinking of it i oh my gosh yeah it's both That's like the love language. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you receive best and what do you give Mm -hmm. best? I've never thought about that. I want people to feel surprised and delighted. Ah. I want to bring that. If if I write things, I want it to be in what I write, in my interactions personally. It doesn't even have to be the work that I do, Mm -hmm. but just in conversations.
0: You... uh I would attest to the fact that you do surprise and delight, Allegra. Thank
1: you. Yeah, thanks for sure. And I genuinely enjoy being surprised and delighted. Yeah, I think that's why I love that thing you do. I think, I think it's, um, I I think it's in a lot of the art that I like to consume It's mm-hmm. like, oh, this tickles me. Mm-hmm. You know, this doesn't take me to the depths, but it, it tickles me. Although I I do I do love a good murder drama. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's surprising and delightful in a different way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird to say. <laughs> I love that question. I'm going to write that down in my journal.
0: Aww. <laughs> and what's something that you want to leave? Any creatives listening to this, like this episode, what do you want people, what do you want to say to the creatives, the mm. creatives out there who might need a word? And yeah. again, it's probably a word that you need yourself.
1: Yes. Um, Stay curious in every aspect of your life because all of that curiosity feeds what you want to be doing, what you want to be making, Mm -hmm. whatever your field is. Mm -hmm. Curiosity is a wonderful, wonderful fuel. Yeah. Um, And that this is a process. And it's important to recognize that it's a process. Um, Life is a process. There's, There's not... There's never going to be a part, I don't think, where it all clicks in and clicks together. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you're always learning and you're always growing, and you can hold the yardstick up to yourself. And as much as it is helpful, to to check where you've grown and where you want to go, but don't beat yourself with a yardstick. Mm-hmm. And and recognize that there's no like immediate finish line. You mm-hmm. can just keep improving and moving and building and. I and mean, then it's always going to be a process.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing yeah. this. Yeah, of course. I got so much out of it. And I know anyone listening will also.
1: And guys, Allegra's one to watch. Were there any other... We- there are no other submitted weird questions.
0: I think there might have been, actually. Let me double check.
1: Let's just see in case, because I'm curious. Let's
0: see. In case you oh, a oh, we do... Have your mom's question, which I actually do want to know the answer to, Mm -hmm. which is how do you blow your nose?
1: So this is a trick question because I don't, I, what, (laughs) I, this is a, this is one of those things where, yeah, I, I tend to just wipe it a lot. I wipe my nose when it's runny and it's really, I, I know how now. I prefer not to blow my nose mm-hmm. just because I feel like it makes things messier in the, in the doing of it. That's one thing that's hard for me in my creative process too. Is sometimes what's limiting is I don't like to get a mess. Well, I don't like to feel out of control. Yeah.
0: I, I am. Who does. Right. You know right? what? Take all the control. I would love to just, I would love <laughs> to feel <laughs> reckless. <float laughs> <on the breeze>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my on God.
1: The breeze. <laughs> But I think, I think my, I'm assigning meaning to something that maybe doesn't deserve meaning. But I think my desire not to blow my nose makes me, it, the act of doing that is, think about it. You're ex- It's like a fart through your face. It's, yeah. like, it's like, I'm going to push this out. Yeah. And I know there's snot in there. Mm-hmm. And I have no control of what people are seeing after I do it. Wow. And he's so, he next, is an level. He's he an so next level. He's an Olympian Wow, I just love him. What do you need? Do you need a can? He probably needs to blow his nose. Yeah. Do you need to blow your nose each? (coughs) But yeah, so I just I I tend to just wipe and wipe and wipe and and it drips and that's really disgusting. But that's um it's something I need to work on Mm -hmm. is releasing the need for control in that area of my nostrils and just recognizing that it's going to be a quicker solution in the end and. The tissue was there for a reason Mm -hmm. to catch it all, Mm -hmm. to wipe it all. Yes. I just imagine myself as like a Clint Eastwood, like (laughs) rickety old man, like blowing my nose and then it's still everywhere. And I've made a loud noise and interrupted everybody's day, you know? I actually don't understand
0: the honking noise. I don't know how that happens. I don't get it. What's the honking?
1: Is it the shape of
0: someone's nasal cavity? Because I've never... Blown my nose and and heard a goose. And right. I hear it from some people and I, I just don't understand what's yes, happening.
1: Yes, I, I neither do I. And it's like a. To your it, credit? Over and over again. To
0: your credit, I've had a sinus infection before and had the doctor be like, you got to stop blowing your nose because <gasps> it's very inflamed. <laughs> so. So maybe they were like, it's, the tissues are very inflamed. Just try not to blow your nose. Oh, my goodness. Try to just kind of let it drain. Yeah.
1: Well, let me know if you need help. I know that I might need a coach because I am an excellent let it drainer. Yeah. It is a very delicate and um, ladylike. Yes, I guess so. You- Damn, you're using an embroidered hanky to dab. Yes, yes, yes. I lock myself in my room. It's, uh, it's like a red tent. Yes. <laughs> you don't leave. Yes just let all the mucus come out of my nose um yeah that's a great question mom awesome that was your mom's question thank you
0: mom neil wanted to know he wanted to hear you do an impression of your cat which we did great we did that and Teresa asked how the fuck are you so funny which you answered at the beginning of this by saying it's not something i have control over (laughs) (laughs) no you know what though that's a good
1: question okay i do have a miniature answer for it which is that um uh here, here's something. If if I am blessed to have kids one day, mm-hmm. I I will endeavor to have more than one mm-hmm. because I think who you grow up with um, sharpens your agree. sense of humor.
0: One hundred percent agree. Yeah,
1: I think I think it, it. They are your first audience. Don't you still feel like you know you
0: laugh the hardest? With your siblings, yes. also
1: yes, I do. I, m- my boyfriend makes me laugh really hard too. Yeah, my High husband queen. makes me laugh, and that's also. why. But that's why we're with them. Yeah, we're looking for. You know what? If I'm gonna find somebody that's like family, I'm trying to fraternize with someone. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I need like man. You, you better. better make See, me chuckle. And that's chuckle. when yeah, yeah, when stuff comes out of my nose for sure. Yeah, and then I have no control. <laughs> but that's good, that's good. Yeah, that that's is a good, good sign. But yeah, my my siblings are um, hysterical. Yeah, and they. Agree. They listen. If I tell a stupid joke, they let me know. You know, they're like, Alegra, you are the worst. Shame, shame. And so it, it's kind of okay. I'm editing as I go, and I'm. This is not gonna fly. And it's like a little practice ground, Mm -hmm. you know. And then they're also feeding me with their sense of humor too, which is like, oh, I'm gonna use this. Mm Oh, I wanna save that. mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, what he just did, what she just did. They're hysterical people. Yes. Um. So that to answer Teresa's question, thank you, Teresa my brother and sister yes yeah oh this was so good Yay. thank you so much this was really fun and i love i love that it's more about your spirit than it is about the outcome or the result you know yeah because those podcasts exist and totally and you know i just mentioned one of them a really great really great one that's about process and nuts and bolts and then um, others about auditions and scary stories and I, there's there's a place for all of it yeah I I think it's really good to talk about the soul stuff the heart totally stuff, you know because that's how you actually get to know it's part of person. the creative process yeah yeah it's the motor yeah it's the motor final question <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> since I am trying to tie in with the title yeah how Do you consistently, humbly return to the blank page of creating again and again? Mm,
1: That's a really good question. Is there something
0: you rely on most?
1: Like, when when you say blank page, like when, like, let's say most recently when I wrap a thing.
0: You wrap a thing, or so there's a transition, or... You're creating a new character, or mm-hmm. that didn't work. I have to do this instead. I mean, it could be life things, you know, mm-hmm. okay, gotta find a new apartment, gotta find a new
1: job, whatever. How do you approach
0: beginning again and again?
1: Here's my answer, uh because I just did this, and I think it's actually fitting. I think you have to appro- I think you have to appropriately wrap up what just ended
0: mm-hmm. and mark
1: it and,
0: and honor a beginning, middle end.
1: On, yeah, honor the ending, mm-hmm. uh, and and um, and that that paves the way. It makes space for like a journal entry, which is what we started talking about at the beginning yeah. of this um, little little interview. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote a list of all the things that I learned from Briar Patch, um, which was the show that I just wrapped, as a way of kind of summarizing and culminating it, and going, okay, here's my conclusion, and this is what I've gathered, this is what I wanna do next time, this is what I've taken away, this is what I'm gonna carry with me. Mm-hmm. But that seals it up and puts it in a precious box and you can put it on yourself in a, in a way that's honoring to the project, mm-hmm. but then also goes, okay, and now now I've done that and now I can embrace the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, in the process of doing it, you're also being reminded of like, okay, these are the things that I did well And these are the things that I have room to improve. So when you have those in the back of your mind, it's the same open palmed, like, okay, whatever I receive, I know what I do. Well, I have more confidence and I know what I need to improve. Mm. Um, and I think that's a more healthy way to approach a blank page instead of what can happen sometimes, which is I'm so scared. I'm never gonna Never gonna mm-hmm. work again, I'm never gonna mm-hmm. work again, and 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 I gotta hold on to this as much as I can and, and as tightly as possible. Mm-hmm. White knuckle in it, right? Or the reverse, which would be, I killed that. Bring on whatever is I'm next, good. and whatever it is is better than Kiera Knightley. Yeah, the Caribbean. <laughs> Um, for whatever reason, that is her pinnacle performance yeah. for me. <laughs> it's not true. She's not true. Been great in so Atonement. many other things. Atonement. <laughs> Not true. Love actually oh is so good. Oh my gosh. Bend it like that. Um, so that's one for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I think refining your sense of like continue, continually refreshing your list of what you want to do. Yeah. And and revisiting, like first of all, make a dream wish list mm-hmm. because you never know what you could start mm-hmm. crossing off. Mm-hmm. And there have been some amazing things that I've been able to start. Surprisingly, crossing Surprisingly,
0: it's like a spell. You write it down, you forget about it, and then you're like, "Whoa, damn!" Like, yeah, yeah, a year later, <laughs> I, what?
1: Yeah, wow, that happened. Yeah, that happened. And um, but as you grow and as you learn and as you continue to participate in this um, industry of collaboration. You're learning that you could put new things on your list. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I would say like three or four years ago, the thought didn't occur to me that I would want to be a Pixar voice. And that is on my list now. Yeah. So so oh, I, I see that for you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Um, So working with Rosario Dawson is a really interesting example of that where she does a ton on a voiceover Mm -hmm. she kills it in Mm -hmm. the voiceover area and i'm just able to like okay i'm just working alongside this person right now and knowing that that's a part of her Mm -hmm. life and how can i refine my dream wish list um in a way that makes me approach the next project in like a more specific centered like okay how does this align with my Mm -hmm. goals what Mm -hmm. does this fit the category of because sometimes the blank page can be really daunting Mm -hmm. it can feel like this is too blank this is too empty. <laughs> this is too vast. Yeah. The menu is like Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, There's like too many items there. I already. don't even want
0: to start anything because no. nothing's going to be perfect. So right. So, yeah. Yes.
1: Which is very, very artist way mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so revisiting your dream wish list is a good way to at least start somewhere mm-hmm. and go, okay, what's one thing I can do to just move toward that? Yeah. And if something else happens in the meantime, that's great. Mm-hmm. But at least it gives you a starting point. Totally. You know
0: yeah i love that yeah great i'm wishing so much good stuff for you (laughs) coming up i know it's all happening thank you check her out on these tv shows and
1: where can people follow along with you on the interwebs um so my instagram handle is a rose by name my middle name is rose so a rose is called special yeah they place in your heart they really do they're they're lovely for many reasons. Um A Rose by Name is my Instagram handle. I I'm never on Twitter. Know, I'm don't not go either. there. I'm don't not either. Don't try to
0: find me on Twitter. <laughs> <I know>. yes. <laughs> you will be bored. <laughs> you <laughs> will be disappointed. Really curious. Yeah.
1: Oh man. Yeah, so true. Like yeah, not Twitter. Um yep. I have a website. It's a little outdated. You can find me on IMDb. Um check out White Castle commercials. Oh yeah, with Elise. Mm-hmm. Downey commercials. Uh I believe Briar Patch will be premiering on USA Network at the end of January. Perfect. Um, I'm about to shoot uh, an episode of Homecoming, which will be on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Upload should be coming to Amazon in the spring of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we'll see what else is coming. Yeah. Yay. Thank you, Paige. Yes. Love you, friend. You're amazing. I love talking to you. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> We're
0: holding hands. <laughs> We're holding hands. You can't see it. But yes. You can feel friends thank you so much for tuning into the blank page podcast if you like what you heard today please subscribe to the show rate review and if you've got a creative friend that you think could benefit from these conversations let them know about it spread the word let's create a community where we're lifting each other up inspiring each other to keep going and supporting each other through the shitty times Keep getting after it this week. You are so worthy of your dreams. I believe in you and I want you to keep going. Let me know if there's any way that I can support you in your journey and thank you so much for being in this space. Love you.